Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Fantasy football fans, which is a lot of you, listen up. It is not too late to join the millions of people that have already downloaded draft this season. In fact, over a million people. It's awesome. You get to play in a real live snake draft. You're done in under five minutes. And they last for just one week, plus 80% better chance than of winning than on the salary cap sites. It's pretty awesome. Here's what's even more awesome. All new players get a free entry into a real money draft. When you make your first deposit, you just have to use the promo code EVENMONEY. Again, you're playing a real money game for free just by using the promo code EVENMONEY. Gets even better. Draft.com is so sure you'll love it that they're offering my listeners, you guys, a money-back guarantee up to $100. Now, that's what I'm talking about. Money-back guarantee. Just search Draft in your app store or go to Draft.com and come play free right now with promo code EVENMONEY. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast. He is Steve Fezzik. I'm Ross Tucker. He's the only two-time winner of the Super Contest, which is the Super Bowl of professional football gambling. I I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. Five teams, seven years. We're presented by betonline.ag, the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money podcast with the best odds and the fastest payouts. Our guy, Todd Bergman, at El Birdman on Twitter, does our grading, and we are much appreciated. Very thankful for him. Happy Thanksgiving, Birdman, Todd, and thank happy Thanksgiving to all of you guys. Hopefully you have a winning week. All right, Steve, let's dive into it like we do every week. We tell you what happened the week before so that you can track where we're at, although a lot of you know because you match our picks. And it was another down week, Steve. We are on, what's the opposite of a roll? We're on a slide. It's not good. Uh, You were down three units. I was down one unit. But we're still up for the season. You're still up at 18 units. I'm up at 15 units. Although I got to check on that real quick. Now, yep, I think that's right. 
Um, looking at the games, Steve, I got off to a horrific start. I was down three, five, six, seven, eight. I was down eight units before rallying in the Sunday late afternoon, Sunday night, Monday night games to win seven units back to only be down one. But I was sweating bullets. Uh, by the way, on our best bets, we were two and two. So our first best bet was the under in the Steelers and the Titans, and that did not happen. Steelers put up 40 points. They had the explosion people had been waiting for. We both lost two units on that best bet. I also put a unit on the Titans getting seven points. So I lost three units there. Then we've got Detroit and Chicago. Uh, Detroit was laying three points. You took Detroit and the under. The total was 41. Uh, You pushed on the Detroit bet and you lost two units on the under. Then you get to. Pushed on the Bears, had the Bears, but it was a push, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Two units on the Bears. Okay. You pushed on the Bears. Got it. Um, And then we've got Kansas City and the Giants. And we both put two units on the over. And see, the final score was 12 to 9. I mean. Oh, and I'm just getting ripped, Ross, because there was 35 mile an hour wind gusts the entire game. I checked the weather in this game. The forecast was always for like 17 to 18 mile an hour winds. So um, it worsened on Sunday, and we weren't going to win with the updated wind. No, that stinks too. You know, I mean, that's. But I guess sometimes we benefit from that. Is that how though you should look at it? Like sometimes, you know, obviously we're doing it here on a Wednesday. For so the people that place their bets on a Wednesday, sometimes that, that will benefit them because the line might move. We might be ahead of things, but then obviously it hurts us in situations like that. Yeah, and the lesson is that later in the year, it's always a danger to be playing over outdoors because you can get weather that worsens that can go ahead and bite you. So, um, you know, you can wait and hope for better weather, but I had made that game like 48 and a half, so I wanted to lock in a better number, and so it's not always clear to wait until game day. Miami-Tampa, I passed it. You put two units on the Bucks. That came through for you. You had Bucks higher in your power rating, so you won two units there. Um, I put a unit on uh, Green Bay getting two points at home against Baltimore. It's interesting because, like, I make picks, game picks for, like, Westwood 1, and I switched. I had, originally had Green Bay. I switched to Baltimore after I heard that Aaron Jones wouldn't play, Ty Montgomery wouldn't play. Um, but, you know, obviously there's nothing we can do here, so I lost a unit there. We did not bet L.A., Minnesota. Um, I put a unit on Arizona against the Texans, I thought Arizona would win that game. They did not. And then I also put a unit on Cleveland, which has been nothing but a loser for me all year. Uh, They're not just bad, Steve. They're bad against the spread as well. We passed on the Washington Redskins game. I'm sorry, Redskins-Saints game. I put two units on the Chargers against the Bills with Nate Peterman starting, and that came through in a major way. So I got two units back there. 
another best bet for us was taking the Bengals, getting three points. We both put a unit on that. That came through for us. So that was one of the two best bets that we won. And then um, Philadelphia, I liked them a lot against the Cowboys. I put two units on them. You leaned that way. They destroyed the Dallas Cowboys. So those two units came in for me. And then we both had the best bet on the Falcons getting three points against the Seahawks. And that came through for us last week. So um, it shows, uh, I got to check on some, Steve, because it shows I was down one unit, you were down three. That part of it is correct. But in terms of the total, it has me down, um, and the Birdman does a great job, but it has me down up 15 units on the year, which is right, because I was up 16 last week, and you up 18. So I don't know, because you were up 20 last week. So based on my math, you should be up 17, but we'll check with the Birdman. Maybe there's something we're missing. Two and two on the best bets, which puts us at 28 wins, um, 28 out of 43 have been wins, two have been ties. So we are 28, 13, and two on the best bets, which is still pretty darn good, 28, 13, and two. All right, without further ado, let's get to this week, Bright. All right, Ross started off Minnesota minus three at Detroit. Obviously, the first of three games on Thursday, the total 44 and a half. I will be there. Um, looking forward to it. I like the Vikings in this game. I do think it'll be a close game. I do think that um, you know that the Vikings win the game probably by about a field goal. I'm going to pass the game. I would lean Minnesota, but I think that the Vikings probably win a close game by about three. I've got nothing on this one. Yeah, you know, during the summer – I said to myself, I'm going to make my biggest bets of the year on the Vikings against the Lions because last year the Vikings lost two games against the Lions. They should have won both of them, lost them in spectacular fashion. Then they did it again to start this year. They're up 7-6 and driving and Cook, they're running back, fumbles, and he's out for the year. He injures himself on the play. Lions win that game. I said, I'm going to bomb the Vikings in this game. And the line moves up from pick to three. So while I agree with you that I think the Vikings are going to win and I like them, my power ratings say, boy, did this point spread get expensive and it's a short week for Minnesota to prepare. Detroit's used to playing on Thanksgiving. i got to pass. All right, Steve. Then the L.A. Chargers at the Dallas Cowboys. Chargers favored by one. Total is 48. You know, this is a shocking point spread that how far have the Cowboys fallen at home against the Chargers? They're getting a point but I kind of agree with the move. I'll lean to the Chargers. I think without Lee at linebacker, the Cowboys' defense is absolutely atrocious. Special teams, they might get Dan Bailey back, but on offense, boy, I tell you, they're missing Elliott more than I expected. No McFadden. Morris has been capable, but their left tackle, Smith being injured as well, has really crippled this offense. I can only lean to the Chargers, but the Chargers are very adept at losing very close games, and they need to win this game to cover. I pass. Steve, how much has this line moved this week? Because I saw earlier in the week I thought Dallas was favored by one, and it looks like they're getting Tyron Smith back, which is big. Yeah, and I don't know how effective he'll be, but last week on the look-ahead lines, Dallas was laying four, and then it opened up Dallas minus one, 
So all these Dallas injuries are absolutely being baked into this number. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a unit on the Chargers. I, I think they're the better team. I think they win the game. I think Dallas is reeling right now. So I like I like the Chargers to win. I like them a lot more when I was getting a point, but I'll still put one unit on the Chargers. I think they're gonna win. All right, Sun uh, Sunday night, Thursday night, the Giants at the Washington Redskins. Washington minus seven with a total of forty four and a half. Yeah, this one, um, this is about what I think will happen. The Redskins just put four more starters on IR. They are unbelievably beat up at this point. Meanwhile, the Giants showed some signs of life on Sunday, especially defensively. So, unfortunately, I have to pass. I I don't know. If it got to 7.5, maybe I'd go Giants. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to pass the game. You know, I'm going to go on the Thanksgiving Day leftover game here. I don't know how motivated either team really is, 4-6, and 2-8. and eight. 40,000 people there, Ross? Over, under? Over? I don't know. That's a good question. I, I can't see too many people in Washington being eager to go out and watch this game. I will say this, that Washington offense, the O-line was crippled with injuries, and they've gotten healthier. And even when they weren't healthy – Kirk Cousins, with none of his starters, was still lighting it up. The offense is not the problem for Washington. The problem is the defense that has regressed mightily. Uh, we've seen plenty of quit from the Giants in games when they get behind. I think Washington get a whole bunch of points, and I still think with Eli against that Washington defense, anyone can score. I'm going to put a unit on over 44-and-a-half. All right, on to Sunday. Cleveland at Cincinnati. Bengals, eight-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 38. I tell you what, betting on the Cleveland Browns is not a healthy thing for your bankroll. Um, fortunately, I make this game right where it's at, so I don't even have to think about betting Cleveland. I'll pass. You know, I want to bet Cleveland, Steve, but I'm just not going to do it. I, I just I refuse to do it. And I'll be mad, and they'll either win this game or they'll lose by like seven or three and I'll be mad, but I just I feel like I I feel like I have you know lost a lot of money on them this year, and I'm not going to do it anymore. All right, Chicago Bears at the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz and company, thirteen and a half point favorites with a total of forty four. So I mean, pretty clearly the Eagles are the much better team. 13 and a half, though, is just too rich for my blood. I'd probably lean Chicago, although the Eagles have been blowing people out. Um, I guess the number that stands out to me there a little bit is 44. That seems pretty high. So I'll put one unit, I mean, pretty low, I should say. I'll put, I know Chicago's got a pretty good defense, but I mean, they just lost at home 27 24 to the Lions. And we know the way the Eagles are playing right now. I'll put one unit. Now, you know what? I'm not doing it because I think the Eagles' defense is going gonna, is gonna to crush the Bears too. So I'm, I'm just passing the game. Sorry, dudes. I'm trying to get you guys some, some bets. I can't do it. I always look towards the underdog, but it's not a good spot for the Bears. Two straight home division rivals. They lose them both. And Philly, normally when a team is just rocking and rolling and crushing everybody, I look for them to let up. But when it's a team that's not used to being in that role, it's almost like Ross – 
that they don't know that they're supposed to go ahead and you know, let up and only win by a touchdown because they haven't been in that predicament. They, they're the team that's gotten pounded in recent years, and they love just doing it to other teams, similar to how the uh, uh, back when the Rams back in 99 got good and just smashed everyone. I'll pass this game. All right, about Miami at the New England Patriots. New England, 16.5-point favorites. Total is 48. God, I hate betting against the Patriots. It's always wrong. So I'm only going to lean to the Miami Dolphins. I guess this is my hypoxia game of the year. The Patriots go out to Denver, win at 5,000 feet, and they spend a week at the Air Force Academy at 6,600 feet, then go to Mexico City. Now, it made sense to acclimate to the altitude and for them to hang out there, but every study that I read says you can't cardiovascular train properly for high-intensity in altitude, and it has an impact to go back to sea level. Otherwise, teams would just travel to the mountains and, and uh, train there uh, before their games. So I expect, with all those distractions being on the road for more than a week, that New England will be more than happy to just keep everyone healthy and grind out a 14-point win. Would love to get more for the Dolphins instead of Cutler. I'm not sure that's going to happen. He's um, led two very sizable double-digit comebacks when he – replaced Cutler Dolphins with some value I'm just going to lean that way yeah I'm I'm with you on that I'm going to lean Dolphins but I just watching what the Patriots did to the Raiders and watching the Dolphins you know what I take that back you know they they lost a turnover battle five to nothing uh, to the to the Bucks and still only lost by 10 points I'm putting a unit on the Dolphins 16 and a half is a lot of points one unit on the Dolphins all right, Ross, third straight game coming up with double-digit point spread. This one, Buffalo at Kansas City. The Chiefs, 10-point favorites with a total of 47. Well, and I, to me, the Chiefs are kind of reeling right now, and maybe the Bills' defense is just what the doctor ordered. But the Bills also, you know, they're going back to Tyrod Taylor as a starter, and this is a chance, I feel like, for the veterans on the team to show, hey, you should have stuck with Tyrod. We have a chance to make the playoffs. What are you doing? And actually um, have a decent performance. So I'm going to show some faith in the Bills here. They've let me down a couple times this year. I, I don't feel great about it to put two units on it. Um, actually, you know what? I do. I'm putting two units on the Bills. I know Kansas City is a tough place to play. But 10 points is a, is a, is a lot of points for a team that's not playing that great in the Chiefs. I'll put two units on the Bills. I'll lean Bills. I would have bet the Bills with Taylor, except Kansas City losing as a huge favorite. When a huge favorite loses straight up, oftentimes when they're a big favorite the next game, they absolutely circle the game and take it so seriously. So I've got best bets coming. Everyone, relax. They're coming. I'll pass this game. All right, how about Tampa Bay at Atlanta? The Falcons favored by 9.5 with a total of 48.5. Concerned that Tampa Bay really was the beneficiary of all those turnovers by Miami, so I was fortunate to get that win. I'm going to lean with Tampa Bay because Atlanta, they really got a favorable scheduling uh, gimmick, if you will, the last two weeks where they got a crippled Dallas team and then a Seattle team missing its legion of boom, which has them maybe slightly overvalued, but their stats are still really good. I'll lean to Tampa. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. Um, Atlanta having to play Monday night, they did look pretty good. 
I kind of like the under in this game a little bit, but I'm going to ultimately pass it. Next up, it's the Carolina Panthers at the New York Jets. Carolina, four-and-a-half-point favorites, total 40. Both teams coming off of a bye. I'm a little surprised that this, that this total, that this line is only four-and-a-half. I know the Jets have surprised at times this year, but it feels like Carolina really has it going on. I don't often do this, but I'm, I'm going to lay the four-and-a-half and put one unit on the Carolina Panthers. I was looking at the Jets in this game, and then I saw a report that Cam reported off the bye that he is feeling as healthy as he's felt all year long. Remember when the season started, Cam didn't play in the preseason. He was rusty, and he was ineffective, and he was still injured and banged up, and now he sure looks to be 100% leading his team in rushing three of the last four games. I'm, I think that's a clear buy sign that he's feeling at 100%. I'll pass the game. All right, Tennessee at Indianapolis. Titans favored by three and a half. Total is 46. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and take the underdog here, home dog, Indianapolis, for two units. I love Indianapolis. The, um, these teams played on Monday night football, and could have been Sunday night football. I think it was Monday night football. And it, I think it's the game Tennessee got the touchdown at the very end of the game to win by 14 and cover despite being in jeopardy of losing the game outright. So a phony final. I like everything Indianapolis is doing. Brissett has improved the offense dramatically. Three straight good games hung in there with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Beat Houston at Houston. Should have beaten the Bengals at Cincinnati. It's clear that the team has recovered emotionally from missing Andrew Luck for the year. The Titans, you know, Mariota just isn't very good. I'm kind of shocked that there's been no improvement in him. Tennessee's played a cupcake schedule, which explains their good record, but I think that game against Pittsburgh is more indicative of how good they really are. I expect, you know, Indy's defense is still suspect also, and their offense is playing much better. I like the over as well for units. So two units on the dog, one unit on the over. Wow. I I like it. Um, I'm kind of with you on that one. Uh, I'm going to put a unit on the Colts as well. Coming off a bye, I, Tennessee got kind of beat up by the Steelers. I feel like the Colts, you know, will have things a little bit better. I'll put two units on the Colts, getting three and a half points. Well, I think that's a dangerous game for the Tennessee Titans. And I'll also put uh, two units on the under 44. I don't think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. So I'm with you right there. Best bet. The best bet. Next up, Seattle at San Francisco, and the Seahawks favored by 6.5. Total there is 43.5. So this line has come down, I guess, because what I'm looking at says 7 and when, I, when I pulled it up. So what are you seeing right now, Steve? Um, and a quick clarification. You're on the under in Tennessee, Indy, but I'm on the over, so we're going head-to-head, correct? Oh, 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 oh okay. So the best bet, we're, we best bet on the Colts – getting the three and a half, and I'm going to take the under, yes. Very good. And as for the Seattle San Fran, yes, it was seven. It has come down to six and a half. That's the prevalent number right now. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pass the game. I'd probably lean San Francisco, but Russell Wilson is, is a magician, and I just can't go against him. I'm going to take the home dog. I'll take San Francisco. They get their first win. I like what I saw in the locker room. Everyone's celebrating. Then into the bye week, some good mojo there. 
I really think the Legion of Boom is no more. This team is completely um, a shell. It's defense of its former self. Um, so I'm going to put two units on San Francisco, and you know what? I'm going to reluctantly play the over for a unit as well because I love Russell Wilson. He's going to get them points, and I think anyone's going to score against Seattle right now. So uh, another dog and over, uh, two bets. All right, next up, New Orleans at the L.A. Rams. L.A. two-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, total there is 53-and-a-half. Tough game because I do think the Saints are the slightly better team, but the spot's better for the Rams off of a really a beatdown in the second half at Minnesota. It's a bounce-back spot for them, and the Saints, they get to exhale after stealing a game at home, and over time, I'll pass it. Yeah, you know, this is an interesting game to me. Um, I I, kind of like New Orleans getting the points. I think that they're the better team, but you're right. I feel like the Rams are going to bounce, you know, want to bounce back. The Saints had to play into into overtime, but I'm still going to take the Saints. I'm going to put one unit on the Saints, and I'm going to put a unit on the over. I know 53.5 is a lot, but I just expect there to be a lot of points between these two teams. The Saints are a little bit beat up now on defense so one unit on the saints and one unit on the over all right next up jacksonville four and a half point favorites at the arizona cardinals with a total of 38 yeah so this is an interesting game to me uh jacksonville starting to be this kind of a a favorite on the road is really interesting i think the total is probably right feels like uh, another really low scoring game like they just had in cleveland I'll pass the game. I, I would lean Arizona probably, uh, but I'll pass the game. I'm going to go ahead and play Jacksonville. Yes, a road favorite for a unit minus four and a half. You know, my power ratings, even with the home field adjustment for Arizona, makes Jacksonville a seven-point favorite. I'm down on Arizona. AP has not been the same since they gave him the ball 37 times. Reminds me of like a major league pitcher being asked to throw 160 pitches and they shot. For the rest of the year, uh, Jacksonville's stats are really good. And one thing about Jacksonville, if you don't have to ask Blake Bortles to win the game, just give him the lead, and he can do play action and pass effectively um, on occasion. He's been just fine in that role. I think Jacksonville pulls away Arizona, not as big a home field advantage on a down year, a unit on Jacksonville. Steve, Denver Broncos getting five at the Oakland Raiders, total 43-and-a-half. Wow, two bet against teams. Um, the Broncos go with Paxton Lynch, who I am not optimistic is going to be any better than the Ostrich or Simeon, but could he really be worse? Uh, the Oakland Raiders had the dream crusher in Mexico at four and six. They know they're going nowhere as well. Um, Elway calls out the team. The team does not respond. I will say this Denver should have beaten Cincinnati. They outplayed them. I'm not saying they should have covered three, but they um, that 101-yard interception return to start the game was a crusher for them. I don't want to bet either one of these teams, Ross. I pass. Yeah, it's kind of hard to know what you're going to get out of uh, Osweiler. I, I like the Raiders in this game. Osweiler. Out of Paxton Lynch. They're both 6'8", whatever. Um, I, I like the Raiders in this game to win the game, but I don't know if they're in a position right now where I'd be laying five points plus with a pared down game plan for Lynch. Maybe they, maybe they do a decent job. You know, maybe things end up going a little bit better for them. So I will go ahead and I will pass this game 
as well. I guess the number I like here is the under. I know the Raiders' defense has been bad, but I don't expect the Broncos to score that many points or the Raiders. I'll go, uh, especially with these coordinator changes, I'll go um, two units on the under 43 and a half. All right, Ross, Sunday night football, Green Bay at Pittsburgh. Steelers getting 14. Steelers favored by 14, excuse me. Total, 41 and a half. Unbelievable. And, and not surprising based on what I saw from Brett Hundley on Sunday. I'm not laying 14 points, and I'm also not picking Brett Hundley in a primetime game in Pittsburgh. I will pass this game. Always easy after the fact, but Brent Hundley grew up in Arizona and played for UCLA. One has to wonder how effective he's going to be in the Green Bay late fall and early winter over his career as long as it lasts in Green Bay. Um, I did know that Pittsburgh has been running the ball half the time. They've been ground and pound, but they are much more effective on offense at home. And what we saw against the Titans was an aerial attack we've been waiting for. Big Ben just zinging the ball down the field to Brown instead of handing it off to Bell, and they were so effective. You have to believe Tom, I believe Tomlin's a very predictable coach. He does something, it works, he'll do it again. I expect a lot of passing from Pittsburgh. Green Bay got shut out last week. You put a bagel up on the board, any NFL team emphasizes offense and game planning to try to increase their offensive input over the course of the week. That's a really low total, 41 and a half. I'm going to go over for two units. All right, Ross, and finally, Monday Night Football, the Houston Texans at the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore, seven-point favorites, total 38. Yeah, I like the Ravens in this game. I don't know that I, I like them enough to lay seven points. I think they win probably by about seven to ten points, something in that range. You know, I, I normally take the under, but 38 is pretty low. Although Tom Savage, primetime on the road at Baltimore – I will put, even though it's 38, I will put one unit on the under 38 in that one. I have nothing on this game because I'm conflicted. The Baltimore Ravens have shut out three teams this year. No team in the past decade has shut out three teams. So an absolute elite defense. But all three of those shutouts were against backup quarterbacks. So you could make the case that maybe the Ravens' defense is slightly overrated because they got – those favorable scheduling spots. Unfortunately, they're playing another backup quarterback and a bad one at that. So the logical conclusion would be, why not a fourth shutout against another stiff quarterback? I'm going to pass this game. I love it, Steve. As always, this will be the bounce back week. We need it, man. I mean, it's, it's, been, a, it's been a bad run. Thankfully, we're not losing as many units as we were winning earlier in the year, but still... This will be the week, Thanksgiving week. I'm feeling it. Head over to betonline.ag. Use the promo code EVENMONEY on your first deposit to earn a 50% welcome bonus up to $2,500 worth of sportsbook free plays. You guys know the deal. BetOnline's football odds, they're released before every other sportsbook. So if you're really into this stuff, make sure you sign up at betonline.ag and use the promo code EVENMONEY. So, A, you get the 50% welcome bonus, and B, right after the games on Thanksgiving, look at the look-ahead lines for next week, or right after the games on Sunday, look at next week 
Or you can wait till you hear from Steve and I. Or you can just take advantage of their live betting software, which is awesome. Plus, if you like the Vegas-style casino, live casino, they've got all that stuff for you. Do not miss out on a free money opportunity using the promo code EVENMONEY to score your $2,500 bonus at betonline.ag. That'll do it. Guys, for today's show, really appreciate uh, those of you that listen and those of you that spread the word via social media. It's easy to do. You just give me, at Ross Tucker NFL, or Steve, at Fezzik Sports, or Bry, at RTF Podcast, a retweet. If you're a Facebook-only person, how about a little like, facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Just hit the, uh, the like button when I post it on Facebook. Can't tell you how much it means. Those of you that make sure you subscribe on multiple devices, those of you that download on multiple devices, those of you that take advantage and take the time to give us the iTunes rankings and comments. Other than that, really sincerely wish you all good luck. Happy Thanksgiving on the games tomorrow and over the weekend. We really hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.